Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I'm your host, Manish Shah, and we're taking back tea time. We're demystifying the subject of tea, making it easy and fun, and making it an enjoyable part of your everyday life. We begin today's discussion sitting here in my hometown of Tucson, Arizona, where the high temperature today is expected to be 106 degrees. That is one, oh wow, that's hot, six degrees. 41 degrees Celsius for those of you listening outside of the United States. And we've spent the last couple of weeks talking about how to make an excellent cup of hot tea. But given today's conditions and the general mood around here, it seems only fitting that we move our discussion to iced tea. We're going to spend the next several weeks talking about iced tea, the history, the varieties of different types of iced tea, how to make it, and how to serve it, and how to bring it up a notch a bit, too. So we'll be talking about that for the next several weeks. The history of iced tea is actually relatively short. Hot tea's been around for several thousand years. The Chinese have been making hot tea for a very, very long, long time. But the popularity of iced tea really mirrors the availability of, well, ice. And it's not to say that ice hasn't been around for thousands of years, but we're talking about commercially available ice or ice that you could make at home. Now, ice houses have existed for thousands of years as well. An ice house is essentially a building or a structure that is used to store ice that was cut into blocks from the winter. It's stored and insulated using straw or other materials. And that ice will remain in that state, that frozen state, through the summer. And then it's parsed out and sold and then used for things during the summer. And the, the ice houses have existed for a long, long time. However, a surprisingly small amount of that ice was ever used to make iced tea. In fact, we don't actually see any mention of uh, tea being iced. The first mention that we notice is in cookbooks. Recipes from the 1840s highlighting something called tea punch. And that is green tea that is chilled and then mixed with various liquors. And I'm fairly certain that that did indeed pack a punch. And so that's really the first mention of anybody chilling tea down using ice. Now, in the 1880s, in this country, we see cookbooks around the country, both, both north and south, making references of iced tea, using brewed tea and then chilling it serving it maybe with lemon and sweetening it. So the recipes for making iced tea did indeed start to appear sometime in the 1880s. The invention of iced tea is sort of mistakenly credited to a gentleman by the name of Richard Bletchenden. He was the India Tea Commissioner and Director of the East Indian Pavilion at the World's Fair in St. Louis in 1904 and it was his job to promote Indian tea and he was doing that at the World's Fair by serving hot tea in cups to the attendees at the World's Fair. Now I suspect that it was a day much like today 
at 106 degrees, perhaps not quite that hot. And nobody was interested in his little cups of hot tea. So he filled his hot tea into bottles and then poured the liquid through some iced lead pipes. And that chilled the tea down. And that golden brew was very much appreciated by the folks attending the World's Fair. And the popularity of iced tea is born. That's the moment at which we notice iced tea's popularity really takes off. And it was a result of his promoting it, and then he continued to promote it. But it started in the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. And iced tea's popularity has grown since. And obviously, since refrigerators have been available thereafter, um, people continued to make tea and drink it iced. In fact, 85% of the tea consumed in this country is actually consumed as iced. And people are somewhat surprised by that notion. They, you know, the, the normal thought process is that we go to the grocery store and we buy tea off the shelves and we make it hot. But they don't take into account several factors. A lot of tea sold in the grocery stores is sold bottled or in cans ready to drink or also in powdered form that people make into iced tea. Also, restaurants around the country serve iced tea. In fact, that's where most iced tea goes is through restaurants. The, the cost of a glass of iced tea, at least the food service cost to a restaurant, is relatively low. So they're only too happy to serve you free refills on your iced tea. We're going to talk about some of the different varieties of iced tea available here and around the world and kind of show you some of the things to look for when you are being served some iced tea and perhaps ways we can help improve that cup. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Steeping Around. Summer's here, and it's about time you traded in those thick-walled tea mugs for a tall glass filled with, you guessed it, ice. There's no better way to beat the summer heat than by sipping an ice-cold glass of refreshing tea, and the Maya Tea Company is here to help. With endless variations of green, black, and herbal teas featuring the finest flavors of summer, including peach, raspberry, and citrus, we've got just what you need to coast through the season. So get out that lawn chair, grab your favorite magazine, and pour yourself a celebration of summer. Log in to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save 15% on your order by typing steep in the coupon code. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I'm your host, Manish Shah, and we are chilling out today talking about all things iced tea. One of the uh, questions that we get asked very often is about the iced tea available in stores. And I'm going to go over some of the things that are available in the grocery store and kind of speak to the, uh, the value of each one of them. A lot of the iced tea that's consumed in this country is done in sort of instant form using a powder, and I personally do not recommend that methodology. You can achieve some great results using just regular tea and making iced tea. And there are iced tea bags available in almost every grocery store that make 
pretty good iced tea at home. There's also a variety of iced teas that are available in bottles and ready to drink. Those vary greatly in quality. You have some that are filled with sugar and high fructose corn syrup and really made from a base of tea concentrates. And we don't particularly like those. I know I don't. And I find them very, very sugary and not very tasty. However, there are several brands coming out now that are doing premium brewed iced tea. Many of them unsweetened, oftentimes uh, using origin teas. A couple of the companies that I'm particularly fond of, there's a, a company called Honest Tea that uh, serves up a variety of teas in ready-to-drink bottles that are often chilled in the, in the uh, store. And they offer lightly sweetened versions or unsweetened versions as well. And it's just wonderful that if I'm traveling and I don't have access and want some iced tea, it's wonderful to be able to buy a bottle of iced tea that isn't sweetened. And oftentimes they even get specific in terms of the origin of the tea. And I know that they're brewing it up fresh. Uh, another company that uh, I've had iced tea from that I like very, very much is a company called Ito N. And oftentimes when you are going through some of the high-end stores, you'll see bottled iced tea that has no sugar and that offers you tea made from individual varieties, things like Darjeeling or oolongs and so forth. And you know you're probably going to get a really, really good cup therein. While much of the iced tea consumed in this country is purchased in grocery stores, a lot of it is actually consumed in restaurants and cafes around the country. And we want to look a little bit into the various iced teas that are offered. Virtually every restaurant offers iced tea, and generally that's made in a large batch, a three-gallon or a gallon-and-a-half batch, using a package of three-ounce or one-and-a-half-ounce tea, uh, usually cut fannings, and made in commercial iced tea brewers. And it's almost always black tea, and most often served unsweetened. Now, throughout many restaurants around the country, we're noticing the prevalence of sweet tea, this is sort of a southern concoction, and it's starting to make its way around the country. In fact, there are several chains who now serve sweet tea as sort of their standard offering. I know that in the south, it's very hard to not get tea that has iced tea that hasn't been sweetened. Um, there's a little story that in uh, 2003, the state legislature on April Fool's Day actually passed a tongue-in-cheek bill making it a misdemeanor for a restaurant in the state of Georgia to serve tea that, was un, that wasn't sweetened, or not to at least have a sweetened tea variety available for the customer. So while that was all in jest, I think it highlights how devoted Southerners are to sweet tea. Another type of iced tea that I am particularly fond of is found in uh, Thai restaurants, and the way they make their iced tea, I get a lot of questions about how they make their iced tea, is that they take really strong brewed black tea. I mean really, really strong brewed black tea. And then they add perhaps some orange blossoms or the flavor of orange blossoms and or sometimes anise, star anise or cinnamon. Just a light hint of spice to that really, really strong black tea. And then once that tea is made, it's sweetened, so it's, uh, it's quite sweet. And then at the very top, they'll put either heavy cream, sweetened condensed milk, or, if you're really lucky, coconut milk. 
And wow, that is a sweet, decadent, calorie-rich drink. But it goes so well with spicy Thai cuisine and is just a perfect complement. And that's another style of iced tea that is a little off the beaten path, but very, very, very uh, good as well. One of the things that I'm also noticing, because much of uh, my travels and much of uh, the folks that I deal with are coffee houses, and we're noticing a resurgence or a, or a growing interest in iced tea in coffee houses. And many of those coffee houses are serving more unusual varieties of iced tea. They're taking their tea programs, perhaps they have loose leaf tea, and now maybe they're serving a green iced tea or a jasmine iced tea or making oolong iced teas. And they're just serving a, a better cup, much like coffee houses are on a mission to serve espresso drinks and coffee drinks at a level that's much higher than that which you can find in a restaurant. They're doing the same thing with their tea as well, offering iced teas that are simply just a cut above that which you might find in a restaurant. And a small segment, and but it's growing, and what's really interesting is some of these coffee houses are doing iced tea one cup at a time. Literally, you get to order the iced tea, and they will make the hot hot tea concentrate right before you and pour it over a glass of ice, thereby chilling it, making you just about the freshest cup of iced tea possible. And this is a trend that I hope will continue, and we will show you how you can do that at home in next week's show as well. When we come back from our break, we're going to address the question of the week, which involves the health benefits of white, black, and green tea. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. groggy in the mornings, but coffee is wreaking havoc on your body? Good news! Tea isn't just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution all its own. Many tea varieties can give you the lift you desire, but with dramatically less side effects. So say goodbye to that dehydrating, stomach-shaking, teeth-grinding habit, and say hello to Maya Tea. The Maya Tea Company blends the best quality tea leaves with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, apricot, and raspberry. So whether you're in the mood for light and grassy or bold and toasty, Maya Tea has what you're looking for. Plus, now you can save more than ever on your tea purchases. Just log on to www.mayatea.com and enter the word STEEP into the coupon code. That's www.mayatea.com and enter STEEP. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I'm your host, Manish Shah. We've come to the portion of the show where we answer the question of the week. I always invite listeners to please send in their questions and provide me with their feedback. The easiest way to get that done is to do so via email. You can reach me at steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you like the show and would like to friend us on Facebook, we have Facebook pages for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can visit us 
on www.mayat.com. This week's question comes to us from Rebecca, and she asks, I've always wondered why green tea is supposed to be very healthy, but with white and black teas, there's no mention of good health attributes. How could green tea be so much better than the others? The real answer to that question is really surrounding how much attention green tea has received from the research community. In fact, green tea, as a result of research, has shown to be helpful or have potential in helping fight cancer and heart disease, uh, lower cholesterol, help burn fat as a result of the caffeine and some of the stimulants, um, help regulate blood sugar, uh, stroke, as well as assistance even some dental issues. Green tea has been in the forefront of much of the medical research because there are many doctors who have put forth their opinion about the benefits of green tea. Probably the most notable is somebody based right here in Tucson, Dr. Andrew Weil. He is the founder of the Center of Integrative Medicine, and he has done a wonderful job of bringing and shedding light to much of the research about the health benefits of green tea. But that doesn't inherently mean that black tea and white tea are also not beneficial for you. There is some research on black tea that has shown that it too can be helpful in uh, fighting cholesterol and some heart disease and reducing the risk of stroke and also is even better in terms of weight loss management because the caffeine and some of the stimulants are actually stronger in black tea so it actually helps boost your metabolism. So black tea has found to be quite beneficial also. And the limited amount of studies that have been done on white tea show great promise as well. In fact, many of the studies about white tea seem to indicate that it is in fact even more healthy and more beneficial than green tea. Some of the reasoning behind all of this is involved in the amount of processing that takes place. White tea is hardly processed at all, literally simply just dried. Green tea has a little bit more processing in the fact that it may be pan-fired, but again, it is almost tea in its natural state. Black tea, on the other hand, is nearly fully oxidized, so the processing that black tea goes through is somewhat greater. So therefore, the theory goes that the less processing that that leaf goes through, the greater the health benefits, and that's being proven true through the research that's coming out, although as yet it is fairly incomplete in terms of really understanding all of the benefits of white and black tea. So all tea is healthy, but yes, the health attributes of green tea have been studied more and therefore are simply out in the world to a greater degree. Now, one of the things that we always recommend is the healthiest tea is the one that you drink. A lot of people come to me and say, oh, I want white tea because I hear it's really, really healthy. But the fact is they don't find that to be a pleasant experience. White tea is very, very light. It's very delicate. It doesn't have a deep, deep cup. And most don't find it appealing, so therefore they don't drink as much of it. White tea is also quite expensive, and so therefore they don't use as much of it. So there, so if you're trying to choose tea as a healthy beverage and green tea is more appealing to you and is easier to have access to because of price and because of a preference and flavor, then that's certainly the way to go because you'll be more apt to drink it. 
Again, I want to emphasize the fact that tea is a healthy beverage choice. It's not medicine. It assists in preventing some of these ailments in much in the same way that exercise would. I would liken tea or the choice of tea much to the degree to which I would be prone to choosing wine over beer. Wine having more health benefits as opposed to beer that has less, I would recommend the same for tea. Choosing tea over other beverages and therefore making a healthier lifestyle choice is the best way to go. Well, thank you very much for listening this week. Again, we invite your feedback. Next week, we'll continue our discussion on iced tea, where we will address the key elements in making an absolutely excellent glass of iced tea. We'll see you next week, and until then, stay cool. Thank you.